guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So, guys, welcome to the Exodus. We have spent the first what, three months here in Genesis and Moses and Abraham. So we've got the children of Israel to a place of safety. Now here we are in Exodus. Exodus literally means to journey or to escape or to exit. So we gotta figure out why we need them to exit from a place that the Lord brought them to. So you are about 400 years at this point removed from what took place in Genesis. In fact, you go to verse 6 and 7, and it said that Joseph died and all his brethren and all that generation. Verse 7, the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty, and the land was filled with them. So again, this is about 400 years later. So Children of Israel, a very numerous host of people right here. Now, speaking of the children of Israel, let me remind you of something which we learned all through the book of Genesis. So as we're talking about the children of Israel, Israel, again, you've heard President Nelson say this, it is now in the Bible dictionary, which I think is so cool. One who prevails with God or let God prevail. Uh, it goes through, as you look at this definition here, it talks about how the name Israel is therefore variously used to denote either one, the man Jacob, Two, the literal descendants of Jacob. And three, now here's where I want to focus on this. The true believers in Christ, regardless of their lineage or their geographical location. So Israel means, once again, it's it's the true believers in Christ who are willing to let God prevail. And where are they? They are in a place called Egypt. You go to verse 8. It says, Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which is a pharaoh, uh, which knew not Joseph. Now this can be a problem because everybody who knew Joseph, all of Joseph's family is going to be treated well. And there's a new pharaoh. He's like, Joseph? Never heard of him. I mean, maybe he's heard of him, but he just doesn't respect or whatever it is. But what's interesting is you look at Egypt. Now Egypt here symbolically you go actually to the book of Revelation Revelation 11 8 and one of the things it does is it describes Egypt and Sodom almost synonymously and so it represents the world that we live in and its wickedness so you got true believers in Christ now I want you to start thinking symbolically here as we go through this so you've got true believers in Christ who are willing to let God prevail. And where are they? They are stuck in the world and its wickedness. So as there arose a Pharaoh which knew not Joseph, you go to verse 9 and it says, He said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we, which means these guys have grown. They're starting to get bigger and stronger. Verse 10, come on, let us deal wisely with them, or we need to be very careful with these individuals, lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. Verse 11, therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom, Ramses, so forth. So if Egypt represents the world and its sinful behaviors, who then, here's my stupid question of the day, who then could Pharaoh represent? 
And you've got, all of a sudden, you're starting to think, wait a minute, true believers in Christ in a world and its wickedness, then there's burdens placed upon these true believers of Christ. And you look at verses 12 through 14, and it talks about how the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and brick and all manner of service in the field and all their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. So you put all this together. Israel is enslaved, they're put into bondage, and they are made to suffer under tremendous burdens by Pharaoh in Egypt. Now, you're probably like, oh, Derek, if only there was a gospel principle here, right? Well, there is. When you really look at this symbolically, I want to start here, and as we're going through the whole book of Exodus, I want you to understand that this is not just the story of the children of Israel back then. This is our story. This is the story within the story of Exodus. you got a group of believers in Jesus Christ who are in this world, who are trying to be able to be believers in Christ, who are trying to let God prevail in a world that is very, very difficult for that to happen. You get bondage, you get burdens placed on them. And so as you are going through this story, you see the need of a great deliverer, which leads us to the rest of this week and really the rest of the book of Exodus and really the rest of the Old Testament as you are trying to get Israel out of Egypt and help them be able to make a difference in the world. And so that's just a, a way to start off this week. So I hope that helps you out. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.